Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Uh, boys, we're in, uh, we're in strange territory right now in that uh, we, for the first time in years, it seems like decades, uh, we don't have a dwell promo to drop uh, because we're a little uh, at, at a crossroads in our relationship with dwell. Um, we've been texting, we've been reaching out. They haven't been hitting us back. We're feeling a little insecure with dwell. Uh, so rather than do that, we're going to, we're going to get right into the content and boy, do we have some content boys? Um, some stuff that we're really excited about. I could tell in the pre-show production meeting, there was just a lot of excitement. You could cut it with a knife, you know, really? I mean, you know, when you, when you know you're doing magic radio, um, you just get, you just kind of get that feeling. So, uh, Real quick, let's um, let's talk about the God Bless America Bible. Okay, here's how this is going to work. Uh, cool people are going to just roundly castigate it, so that's why it exists. And uh, I guess uncool people aren't. I don't know that that seems to be the way these things go. Well, so here's <laughs> there's been some developments to this story. Yes. So for listeners who don't know, I think it was Zondervan made the announcement that they were going to come out with a God Bless America Bible, mm-hmm. which included the American Constitution, <laughs> which, um, you know, on the one hand, mm-hmm. genius marketing move because, you know, about half of America would love yeah. that. The other half of America, however, would send them straight to hell. So, um after about three days of just raucous pushback against this yeah. thing, they actually pulled the plug on Really? It. So they announced the release. They got blasted. They pulled the plug on it. Mm. So it won't ever see the light of day. So there's no way now, there's no way, listeners, to both read the Constitution and the Bible. You'll never be able to do it. So, well, you can if you uh, just pull up the Constitution at, oh right, right, as right, right, right. The as you're reading, I mean, not to put print. too fine a point on this thing, not to tell people what to do. I would never do that. Uh, yeah, but you just gave him a brilliant, creative idea. I now. just gave him a nice idea, didn't I, baby? <laughs> it's it's nice they could do it if they want to. Now, Piper, I want to talk about this in light of you know I have I have an interesting relationship with Zondervan in that uh, Ronald and I had a dynamic pitch meeting one time with Zondervan. Do you remember that, baby, in Grand Rapids? It, I it, do. Yeah, at a really nice restaurant. Uh, so we have that. Zondervan built the library. Was it like Tony Roma's or something? Yeah, Tony Roma's. Absolutely. Um, Zondervan built the library at my college. So I spent maybe one or two visits to the Zondervan library at my college. I wasn't a, I wasn't a big <laughs> library guy at the time. Um, and then, like, in the pantheon of things that Zondervan should have killed, like projects that they should have put the brakes on... Um, I don't know. I feel like this one is is a little further down the list. Um, to wit, they published all of Rob Bell's books, I think. So at no point in the Zondervan experience did anyone in their offices have qualms about uh, putting out rank heresy. Um, I don't know. I feel like Zondervan's put out more egregious things than the than the I don't know Constitution Study Bible or whatever. Even though it's it's low hanging fruit for sure. Uh, your thoughts, boys? I, I, 
I think it's telling as to what kind of people work at Zondervan or not what kind. I don't mean that in a qualitative Mm -hmm. sense as much as a what segment of society they come from. Like for that to make it through a whatever sort of decision making process they have, which, as you just alluded, seems to be I mean, it's it's a sieve with large holes. Let's put it that way Um, for them to go. You know what? In the current climate climate of like excessive wokeness in America, Mm -hmm. this seems like a genius idea. Seems like maybe they're either making a statement or they're profoundly out of touch. It was it was somewhat it just it was odd to me that they decided now was the time to pull the trigger on this. Like nineteen ninety two, I bet it would have killed I actually don't think Uh, it's either in that I think if you work for Zondervan, and baby I want to hear your thoughts on this. I think if you work for Zondervan, all you care about is moving product. So I bet if we looked at their roster of like stuff that they've released in the last year and a half, there's probably a dozen items that cater specifically to excessive wokeness. Like they've probably got an excessive oh. wokeness department and this just caters to like whatever the opposite of that is. And I I think they're <laughs> excessive excessive wokeness. I think they're just trying to sell to everybody. Um I don't know, dude. I like to me the the crapping on America thing has gotten a little tired over the last 15 years. And, and the, the kind of rebel in me wants to, I don't know, celebrate America in the face of it for no good reason other than just wanting to be different. Uh, Ronald, talk about this. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> now, baby, don't do the all man thing. This was your idea. All right. What? No, this, this wasn't, wasn't my idea at all. Um, no. Um, I think I take the blame for oh, this okay. one. Yeah, wow. Um, you know, I hear I hear it. I hear what you're saying. I got ears. I'm I'm I want to have ears to hear. Mm. Um, I gosh, I mean Zondo in general, right? I mean, they are I mean, just to back up a little bit and kind of look at how they how like their place in the market, right? Is that man, they do it all. So, they go so wide. Mhm. Um, so they're kind of like, you know, they're, they're almost like the, uh, you know, the Sony music group mm. of like the Christian publishing industry in that, like, it's not like if you go to Sony looking for just, you can't like look at Sony and go, oh man, they specialize in one genre, right? Like right, they, right. they literally put out it, you know, every style of music that like you can fathom kind of a thing. They don't really cater to one particular group and yeah. Zondo kind of has that place. So like, it just makes sense that. I mean, it, it just makes sense that they're going to put something out to cater to Donald Trump's America and like knowing that, hey, that's that could really be that could really be a market. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, you know. that implies that Donald Trump has any idea what's in the Constitution. Well, right. And so um, and, you know, and I think we all agree he does. So it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> I, really, I think I'm being funny, but it's like I, I think. Like it makes sense to me. Like I think you said that T. Like it on one hand, it, like it really it makes sense. Like if you look at the entire catalog of Zondo, it's like I don't know. This wasn't. It's something that like you can easily get outraged by because it's fun to get outraged by, and maybe there's some real good reason to get outraged by it for sure. Um, but at the same time, it's like just back up and look at their catalog, and you go, all right. I mean, it's kind of it. It kind of fits. You I know, mean, I don't know. I actually don't get getting outraged by it. Like it's dumb. It's a dumb way to like approach reading the Bible. You could probably pick almost any other way and it would be better. But like, I don't know. In the pantheon right. of things to get mad about, I, I feel like, again, this is way down the list. Um, and maybe just outrage stands in for, maybe outrage is sort of the new 
disagreement or the new, huh, or the new, I don't quite get that. And instead of doing any of those things, we, you know, we jump immediately to outraged and, um, ma- ma- or is it just like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I think, no, I think that's, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe outrage is the wrong way. I mean, for some people, everything is an outrage, right? That's just sure. how they, that's how they roll. Yeah. Um, like they can't just have an opinion. They have to have outrage or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Their, you know, their passion always turns into outrage, I guess right. I would say. But, but I, you know, gosh, I, I mean, it's like, I don't, man, I can't tell you who's, what Zondo's put out in the last, you know, however many years. I know they put out stuff that like, you know, we, we wouldn't be fans of and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, to me, like you, you kind of just look at something like, well, are they putting out a product by an author that we would be just diametrically opposed to philosophically and theologically? But then they put out, they put out a Bible version, which I think is a little closer to a lot of people's hearts in terms of, hey, you know, you can put out like, you can put out like a Rachel Hollis book. That's yeah. one thing. It's another thing to put out a Bible that's representing Right. Um, you know, sort of like a philosophical bent that we would say, man, these two things just shouldn't be meeting here. Well, you know? and, and yeah, I think what you're speaking to is there's something, and I'm stating the obvious here, big time, there's something sacred about the Bible. And we would defend the Bible in the same way. I feel like you should have done the breaking news. news <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing sacred about a Rachel Hollis book or a Rob Bell book. Even Even Robbie's book, Everything is Sacred. Remember that? Wait, no. Everything is spiritual. I if everything is spiritual, nothing spiritual, baby. I just mm. want to lay that out there real quick. Baby, that's deep. That's a Yoda. That's Yoda work <laughs> right there, baby. What you just did. That's special. Um, well, let me tweet that real quick before. Yeah, we yeah, go for it, dude. If, if you're quiet for a couple seconds, we'll know what you're doing. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think you make a good point, though. And maybe, maybe the point that we're making here is like there's a certain level of dirtbaggery within Christian publishing that when it reaches a certain level, it makes us uncomfortable. And I think if you're Zondervan, if, if you're sort of quote unquote purporting to be a Christian company, um, the crassness of just trying to sell everything to everybody, may, maybe that's where it gets uh, uncomfortable at some mm. level. Mm. And I think, I think this one is, yeah, this one feels particularly egregious because, you know, there's, there's a billion different study Bibles, quote unquote study Bibles or devotional Bibles where people are adding their commentary on scripture, you know, on the more faithful end, you've got, you know, like the Reformation study Bible or the MacArthur study Bible, or even like the Ryrie or Schofield, which are a theological camp that I don't hold to, but like those are Bible studiers and you get devotional Bibles for women and men and students and whatever else. This is different because it felt like it was adding it, it felt like what they were doing was sort of adding biblical authority to the constitution and kind of putting them side by side as yeah. if you know the one of these things empowers the other mm-hmm. and in either way you go with that you just stepped into a big old pile of it and uh and that's the thing if they had done like a in a republican study bible you know where they got where they got commentary from, you know, Ben Sass and whoever else, like people would have rolled their eyes, but I don't think it would have had the same outrage as basically this, because this thing basically says the Bible props up the constitution, ergo America is an, is a Christian nation. Kind of the, the sort of Christian nationalism bent was real strong in it because of what it was. It wasn't any, there's no commentary. It was just a like, yeah, these two things paralleled with one. That's another. a good point. Let me, can I, let me ask you another question off of what you just said. 
if they had put out a like Democrat study Bible, would we would we would we be allowed to snicker and roll our eyes at it in the same way? Slash, would we? I do think it? if it was. So here's the thing, it, because it's equally stupid. The answer to is be fair. Yeah, it's, oh, it's it's utterly absurd yeah. to do you know Republican, Democrat, Independent, Green Party, you know whatever. Um, I think we would be allowed to if it was attached to a political party. Like if senators were doing this, yes, we all we all get to roll our eyes regardless of political party. If it's attached to you know a special interest group of my you know uh, an ethnic minority group, a gender related group, like all of a sudden then that that's where we get into the you know you do you uh-huh. kind of thing, uh, and we're not really allowed to go after those. This is this but is. I think. Yeah. I mean, no, go ahead. I just generally I kind of cringe at most study bibles that are attached to somebody to attached to anything that is not like verifiable biblical scholarship or pastoring or something along those yeah. lines. Like there's sort of a realm in which the Bible is your business. Yeah. Everybody else should do more reading and less commentating. No, that's a great point. And and this has become interesting to me on the level of like a case study and what you are and aren't allowed to make fun of. Um, like that that's how this becomes interesting to me. Um, baby, anything else from you on this? Um I, yeah, I th- I think you got I think we've I think we're we're there. I think we've reached the end. That was a solid 13 <laughs> minutes on the Constitution I, yeah. Study Bible. What a, on a thing that we do not care about but listeners asked us to it. What an outstanding little bit of yeah, morning good radio work, boys. boys. Great Fantastic work. job. Good work. Um have we ever done better work on a thing we care about less? I mean, yeah. we can probably find a few examples over the years. We have yes. talked about some meaningless stuff on. We the really show. have, yeah, yeah. There's I a mean, lot of competition I, for that. I mean, you could say, I mean, you could almost pitch it the other way, pipe. Like, <laughs> man, let's let's try to find the few things that we've actually cared about that we've done this kind of commentary on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> I feel like the stuff we truly care about never comes up on the show. Well, it's not as much fun to talk about, right? I mean, it's it's way more fun to talk about stuff that we can we can you know roll our eyes or you know get some jabs in, and it's just just more enjoyable. It's funny you're looking for a certain level of neutrality. You know what I mean? Um, So we're we're looking a at something that won't offend one of the three of us Um, because we the three of us value our friendships more than we value like. I don't know, doing incisive radio about some issue. Um, so, oh, yes. like, we're we're looking for that. Not that we've ever been accused of that, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's incisive true. Radio. Yeah, that's not really our brand. Um, speaking of incisive radio voice, um, there's some there's some more breaking news type stuff to talk about. Um, so apparently, Drisky was surveilling people again, um, which. I don't get the appeal of surveillance. Maybe, maybe there's something. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it pitched that. Like I know, I know a lot of people. I wouldn't want to surveil any of them. You know, they're pretty boring. Yeah. But uh, I really like their privacy. Yeah, yeah, I do. I value their privacy and my own. <laughs> so I don't. I don't get Drisky like the the appeal of surveillance. But maybe maybe it's a certain personality type, and I just I, well, how did he how did he do it? Like, are you up, pipe? Are you up on sort of like what? Because this broke like what a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, and so yeah, I went back and read it, and again, this falls kind of into that camp of things that are maybe worthy of commentary, but then none of us have. I think we're all just kind of tired of the whole mm-hmm. thing, and also not looking to just take pot shots like you mentioned before the show, Ronnie. But so the story basically is that uh, Driscoll is back to being 
a high-powered kind of controlling person who ranks people's loyalty. Mm-hmm. There's a family whose son uh, apparently kissed his daughter, Ooh. and so he had them followed by various members of staff and a security company. There's like video and audio recordings pretty much everywhere in the building, according to one of their former security guys. They have a, they have like an army of security that protects both the facility and his family. Mm. Um, anybody who has, like, the volunteers have to sign non-disclosure agreements. Like, at most churches, volunteers sign, you know, you go through a background check and you sign, like, I will commit to this ministry and I will, you know, treat the children well and I'll serve faithfully. And, like, it's a commitment to being part of a a mutual cause, not a, I'm going to protect what's happening behind these closed doors, mm-hmm. uh, which is what they do. So it's, it's all that stuff, all of which sounded just aggressively familiar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I didn't read it in with glee. I read it with like, well, crap, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I guess it, I guess some things don't change sadly, even though we, you know, we kind of wanted to give the, the old, like, I, I really hope that it's better this time. The old good without a ton of confidence that it would be. I know. Yeah, we were all hanging on. We were hanging on to a few shares of our Drisky stock. We were getting excited about his new black shirts and his his chiseled jawline, and we we were, we were dusting off that stock. Yeah. The problem, the problem with this story for me personally is that I can't make jokes about his sartorial stylings anymore because, like, that's no longer the relevant thing. Like his trending from. From skater grunge boy to like rustic grandpa was a great fun, and now it's not anymore because we're it, it's off the table. Like well, look, can I can I back this up a little bit? Because I, I really would like so I would like to step through this, you know, maybe a couple different ways. But the first thing I, I would love to hear you guys riff on I, that I think we should address is like pipe. It's amazing. It's amazing for us to be able to just say like and just move past it almost like it's just like commentary like we're just like we're like we're like we're counting through the alphabet like Drisky has like full time security <laughs> for his family. I mean like what does that tell you at a base level of I mean I don't know anybody that has like security for himself and his family. I mean that's at a le- like is that is that warrant I, I'm okay let's Let's just kind of pull it back from like just joking too quickly on it. Like yeah. let's let's ask the question. Is that w- warranted in his life? Is this a dude? Is this a brother that actually needs full-time security for himself, his wife, and his family or is it like a perceived sense that says I need full-time security? Cuz that is fascinating. It That's is. fascinating. I I believe in the in a court of law they would say objection asked and answered. Mm. Um <laughs> I think the way that you posed the question pretty well clarified what the answer is. Unless, of course, teenage boys kissing his teenage daughters is a real threat to their family, in which case, by all means, hire security and surveil away. I mean, I think, I mean, as a as a father of a daughter, like, that's the one part where I go, well, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like okay, like, that would, yeah. yeah, as a dad, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't want, you know, my daughter's like an adult, and I'm still like, oh, man, I wish somebody wasn't kissing her, right? It's like, <laughs> that's just, that's, that's a natural, just a natural intuition as a dad, right? Yeah. It's, you can't change that. But, I mean, like, what are we talking, like, because that is so extreme, that Maybe, is so next level. I hear what you're saying, and I, I think what you're arguing for, and I agree, is like there needs to be some sort of standard of fame, like a, a fame benchmark that gets that gets reached before you can even like think Absolutely. about having a full time security detail. And I think 
what I hear you saying again is that Drisky has not reached that fame benchmark. I don't know that anybody. I, I mean, I'll I'll go as far as to say this without sure. having giving it a ton of thought. I don't know that anybody within the realm, and we can go super wide on this. Yeah, in our evangelical tribe, like like there's any kind of like none none of their fame is high enough to necessitate full time security. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're I right. Don't know. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong, no, but no, I, no, 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 as far as who who I can think of right now, like yeah. man, I, we need full time security for me, my wife, and my family. It feels. I mean, there so have been extreme. guys. There have been seasons with the Happy Rant where I felt like I. Well, I mean, this thing gets it gets big. Um, there's a sense that it, it 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 encompasses every aspect, every corner of our lives. You know, so. I do forget get, everything, except for the bank account. It doesn't really cover. Well, that yeah, way. that's right. That's the one that we would like it to to impact a little bit more, dude. How about our dwell annuity drying up potentially? That's a blow pipe. Um, well, I mean, it's it, it's in it's in conversations. Yeah. They they've uh, you know they've had some they've had some changes in the family on that side, mm-hmm. and so there's different people speaking into the decisions and. It's hard to say if we've won them over yet, despite our just yeah. what I would consider pretty pretty par excellence. Is there anything promo else wrong for could, like two years now? Is there anything we can do, Pipe? Well, I don't want anyone to think that like there, there's no like we're not having any issues with no well, no no I mean, no issues at all. Absolutely I mean, this not. this sounds. I don't want to paint it. Yeah, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. We love dwell. No, it's. Uh, I mean, it it it's a it's a a business decision on their part being made by new people. And so here's a little peek behind the curtain for listeners. Nobody knows how valuable a podcast promo is. Mm. It's, it's, uh, you know, there's, it's conversion rates, numbers, etc. It's all fuzzy. Yeah. So people who are paying for it are guessing. Sure. Podcasters who are submitting rates are guessing. Mm. You're just trying to find the happy medium that both sides go. Nah, it seems like a safe bet. And so they are trying to decide, is this or is this not a safe bet to continue after what has been a very fruitful and enjoyable partnership with a company we actually really like and we like their product, not just their for paychecks. Sure. I want to cut through some of the noise for them and suggest that it is a safe bet. So Dwell, <laughs> dwell executives, if you're listening in the boardroom this morning, um, let's do business. Let's get back in a relationship. Uh, we'll have our security detail talk to your security detail, and uh, we'll get it. We'll get it squared away. I wonder what it looks like for Drisky. Yeah, we we promise not to surveil your staff. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wonder if he has like like guys stationed outside the house. Are we like where does your mind go when you hear security detail? Because I think of the show The A Team, which I grew up watching in the eighties. Mm. I'm thinking guys with guns with like flinty eyes, like flicking cigarettes into the ground and, and, and sort of mashing them with the heel of their boot. And like, yeah, that's a great of, question, man. What is, yeah, yeah. What does that look like? Right. So I, I think, I think there's sort of two, there's two versions. There's the like, um, the sort of subtle version where like this guy functions as a driver, mm. but also he's packing and he has sort of that ex military vibe. Yeah. The other is like the overt bodyguard where it's like just a little bit over-muscled, a yeah. little bit undersized t-shirt, like dark sunglasses, never smiles, right. probably wears some sort of tactical boot yep. rather than like any sort of normal footwear. <laughs> so there's the like very visible do not mess with this guy. And there's the other guy who's like, he's there. You're not really sure if he's security, but then when he like 
gets his wallet out, you see that he's carrying a, a nine mil on his belt, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah that's that's a security driver. Dude, mm. even the flex of having a driver. I mean, you yeah, man, a driver. That go- kind of goes with the territory, but even that yeah. in and of itself, yeah. Dude, at what point in your marriage are you, like, sitting around the dinner table with your lady going, baby, you know what we need? We need a driver. <laughs> and you know what would be great is if he was, like, an ex-Navy SEAL. Um, hey babe, real quick. Yeah, real quick. Um, yeah, um, I, I don't want. I don't want to drag this out. But, exactly. but I was just thinking today that I think we need to move into full time personal security yeah. and a driver. You know, it'd be great. Anyway, we can talk about. We can talk about this later. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. you know, <laughs> what are we watching tonight? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Drisky gets really into like shows on Netflix. He starts binging shows where people have drivers. You know, he's like pre gaming, trying to trying to talk himself into it. But uh, I don't know. Would you boys want a driver? Is that does that appeal to you at all? No, I enjoy I mean, driving. No. Like technically, you can have yeah. a driver now. It's called Uber. Well, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Want. But yeah, I don't know. I yeah, that's that's yeah. I mean, that's that that's a, that's an old life for me, boys. You know, that's that's something that's something I don't want to experience again. Well, that's you know, a solid the old flex, baby. You know, I'm kidding, obviously. Okay, yeah. But um, um, no, I feel like I just I like to know. I, I, did, I like to be, as Depeche Mode said back in uh, 1987, oh, the one behind the wheel, you know? Mm, so, mm, Yeah. Leave it to Depeche Mode. I mean, really, to well, put a I mean, point on this thing. Absolutely. I mean, leave it to them to just guide me philosophically. Did they say anything about the, the, the Constitution Study Bible? Baby, do we... They, even... had, they, did, a whole, they did a whole record on that, actually, <laughs> yeah. in 1988. Baby, could we get a... <laughs> Stay with me, okay? This is a serious question. Could we get a Depeche Mode study Bible? It's all kind of mopey and and glum. It would oh, just 100%. it would only be the Book of Ecclesiastes that would. Isn't right. that basically every dispensationalist study Bible to date? It basically glumpy, is. That is mopey, the, that is the horrible, Depeche Mode study Bible. One hundred percent. Oh man, yeah. that would that yeah. Would, the Schofield study Bible is actually <laughs> the Depeche study Bible. Zondervan, if you're listening, that would just fly off the shelves. Oh man. Oh, I mean. <laughs> Why are we so good at doing business for other companies and not for our own? That's my question. You mean, why are we putting more money into the pockets of uh, Depeche Mode? I don't know. And Zondervan. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, it's a mystery. Well, I'm okay with one of those two. Ooh. Oh, snap. That's keeping it opaque. So you're saying, <laughs> you're saying you're okay putting more money into the pockets of Depeche Mode, <laughs> which is an evil white corporation. Boys, clearly the pod you has gotten a... to that. We have <laughs> you... nothing to think or say about almost any topic in the in the world right now. Well, you know what I'm comfortable with, boys. We yeah, I literally just threw that phrase out there to fill space. <laughs> exactly. I wasn't even thinking about it. I don't know. You posed the question back to me. I'm like, I don't know the answer to this. Exactly. I think what's happening is we're doing the pod on a Friday, and that's way out of our routine. <laughs> it is. You know? Yeah, you take us out of the routine, and it's it. This it, is the end of the week. We're all tired. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. Just... Full disclosure, I'm leaving on vacation in like five hours, and so I'm oh, in full. My goodness, I, I, I could not think that. less mode. Yeah. No wonder why this is such a gong show. Oh my god! Twenty-seven minutes. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not well. I'm not well practiced like one of the hosts on this show about always being in nearly vacation <laughs> mode and true. still being able to pull off a podcast. Like, Ted, I'm, tell my us how you do that. Swings. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, boys. I mean, you got to really co- got to really compartmentalize. Just keep a bag packed in the studio. You know, always ready to go. Boys, speaking of going, that's uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. We've done 27 and a half minutes of just really solid radio this morning. So uh, 
I hope you don't have a long drive. I hope you and your you and your driver aren't going for a long trip. Uh, but if if you've got a short commute, this was perfect for you, uh, and it was perfect for us. And that we've done what we always do, and that we've wandered to and fro throughout <laughs> Drisky security detail and a really weird Bible. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.